politics, largely under the leadership of Hock and the party's official speaker, Frau Capetri. In July 2015, the party's leader and principal founder, macroeconomist Bernd Luck, was ousted from his position in favor of Petri. He resigned from the party days after, stating that the party had fallen irretrievably into the wrong hands. Meanwhile, Hock and Andre Pagenberg of Saxony-Anhalt steered the party toward the ideology of the Erfurt Resolution, written in March 2015, that defined the party as a movement of our people against the social experiments of the last decades, gender mainstreaming, multiculturalism, etc. The party continued to attract attention through 2015, as leaders like Petri and Alexander Gauland of Brandenburg met with openly anti-Muslim groups like Pegida, whose members Golan described as natural allies of the party. Meanwhile, increasing resentment of migrants, 1.1 million of whom have entered Germany since the beginning of 2015, has given AFD a significant boost in the polls. Just seven months ago, AFD polled at 2% in Saxony-Anhalt. Three weeks ago, it polled at 17%. But on Sunday, the party won 24% of the votes in Saxony-Anhalt, 15% in Baden-Württemberg, and 12% in Rhineland-Pfalz, more than doubling the number of AFD politicians holding office in state parliaments from 40 to 101. This outcome was nearly unthinkable. The AFD had struggled to find legitimacy among mainstream German voters, particularly as protests around the country have linked the AFD's support for closed borders to Nazism and genocidal racism, both highly taboo topics in German political culture. Loud protests against the party have been a common sight in both small towns and big cities across Germany this year, whether in politically charged Berlin or even the small town of Breisach in the Rhine Valley where over 800 protesters demonstrated against AFD last weekend. Sunday's elections suggest that AFD has managed to overcome some of these associations. There are still detractors, however. At a party to celebrate AFD's victory in Saxony-Anhalt, two AFD candidates were scrambling to remove a 98-foot Nazi banner that an unknown person had hung from the fourth-floor exterior of the building. It was not clear whether the person who posted the banner was a supporter or an opponent of the party. Sending a Message Twenty-six years after national reunification, the former East German states, including Saxony-Anhalt, have seen their economies stagnate and their populations drain. For many, memories of the good old days exert a strong pull. Expectations after the fall of the Berlin Wall and national reunification in 1990 were enormous. People in East Germany wanted to create more prosperity for themselves and for future generations. The West German government promised blooming landscapes within just a few years, said 12 German economists in a report from DIW Berlin, Germany's leading economic research center. But the promise quickly proved to be an illusion. From a purely economic perspective, mistakes were made. Income and productivity in eastern Germany have not converged with the rates in the West, and so highly skilled workers leave.
In fact, of the 14 administrative units that Saxony-Anhalt comprises, more than half have seen their populations decrease 10 to 20 percent since 1990. Seven have seen their populations decline about 21 to 38 percent since 1990. Today, the citizens of Eastern Germany are looking to political alternatives for a prosperous future, which has crystallized into broad swaths of support for AFD. Although migration from east to west has stabilized since the early 1990s, when nearly 300,000 left the states of the former DDR every year, eastern Germany has seen 60,000 leave its half of the country each year on average since 2001. The young have been the quickest to leave the east, and the percentage of the population below the age of 34 has decreased from 46.3% to 34% since 1991. AFD's party leader in Saxony-Anhalt, Andre Pag-